Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non monogamous lifestyle. Ryan and Rob continue their stories, including a booty call from a hot bartender, how years of nude Snapchatting leads to morning play with a sexy Tarzan, and an ass whore on a sex swing. And we're back at the sex apartment once again. Rob and Ryan, welcome back. Thanks. Hello. Welcome, welcome. (laughs) Last time you guys were here, we got into how you got into it and some of the favorite things you like to do. Let's jump right into what some of your favorite experiences have been. What do you want to start with? Oh, you start. Why do I start? Because you spoke first. <laughs> <laughs> now, are your favorite experiences different? There's probably some overlap. Yeah, there's definitely overlap. We were talking about this probably the last week and trying to refresh our memories. Okay, what have we done together? But then one, we, one uh, of them that I think was the most fun for both of us was actually with a vanilla girl. We were going to this bar that a friend of hers was running karaoke at. And she used to have a lot of friends at the karaoke. So they were doing it at this bar. So we're at this bar a lot together. And there's this hot bartender there. And I am... <laughs> I have never been able to like pick up, even when I was dating, I was having a sex one night a lot, stand guy. but yeah. I was not having one night stand sex. Right. That's not a vibe. I That's not on. the vibe. Yeah. He's a two night stand. Guy. Yeah. I'm like the second, third night guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I might have sex on the first date. It's just not a, all right, well, I won't see you again. Oh, come on. <laughs> probably so, a good so, thing i was gonna say yeah. that is that has to be a good thing maybe unless you just want the one night stand thing every now and then <laughs> and then you know waitresses and bartenders they get hit on all, all the, the time. damn time mm-hmm. yeah and she was hot and she's like friendly but all bartenders are pretty friendly because they're working for tips sure and so we're we'd seen her several times and then there's another time i was at a bar nearby by myself with some friends i'm like well i'm gonna run over to this bar real quick <laughs> and i went and started talking to her there I said, Debbie, ever gone out with a couple before? And she's like, no. But then later she's like, well, yeah. But it was like, no. But then like, yeah, well, one time this couple asked me out. She didn't say she went out with him. I sounded like she did. So <laughs> she came out with us to an event and we went back to our house and like we're hanging out and like I kissed her. She's like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? And I'm like, how is this not super obvious? <laughs> but whatever. We didn't really do anything that night. And then you can probably tell the night we did something because you started it. Did I start it? It was at your house and I wasn't there to start. I don't know if I started it or if I just got the, basically the you up text. The booty call. I got got the booty call. It was you home, you up. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. I'm at home. Come on over. And she hightailed it over to my house. And I text Rob and go, hey, Rob, uh, I think this is happening. And I know you're at your house. Maybe we'll just plan another time. You can come by some other time. I was like, fuck that. (laughs) This is the fastest this man has ever (laughs) driven to my house. (laughs) 
I got all I got all green lights. God wanted me there. I did not speed. The universe made it happen. I didn't need a single red light on the way to her house. The universe wanted him to walk in and just see us. We're making out on the couch already. There's hands on titties going on. Yeah. And he just walks in. I go, you're here already? It's in like eight minutes. <laughs> It can sometimes take 20 minutes to get to her house. I think I got there in 10. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But it was literally, <laughs> I got all green lights. I'm like, oh my God, this is awesome. <laughs> Meant to be. Yeah. And she was like, I've never done this before. Why don't we stack our pussies up on top of each other? And you can fuck both of us. And I'm like, that doesn't sound like a suggestion if someone has never done this like, before. First of all, fantastic idea. <laughs> Why it's up there is a favorite. Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> So, like you said, he walked into the two of you making out and touching tits. What level of undressed are we at this point? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. We're just we're just two girls hanging out on the couch. I think we had a movie on or something, and you had your crop top hoodie on. Oh, okay. You know, (laughs) and no bra. (laughs) I was trying to. She is ready. (laughs) The outfit. That would be the outfit. Wow, well, I, I would. Yeah, very mild. Excuse me, while I picture that A very that one. mild straight, <laughs> state of undress that quickly, quickly devolved. <laughs> yeah, more like a pajama state of undress. How okay. did it transition so quickly? What happened? Oh, she's just into it. Yeah, I don't know that there's much of a need for transition. No, there was just uh, ready to go when I showed up. Yeah, your pants came off, and <laughs> there was definitely a double blowjob going on. Had you discussed with her that he was on his way, or was there any conversation there, or it just kind there, of rolled into it? She knew I was on the way. Yeah, she'd hit me up before even, and like, oh, I'm gonna come by your house and give you a blowjob in your driveway. I'm like, mm, not right now. My kids are here. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me more about this stacked event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You've seen it before. You <laughs> get a couch and you just, you take one and then you stack the other one on top of it. So she and I can be making out. Okay. So this is face to face. Were you, fa- were you face it, to face? It may have been face to face at one point and then it mm. probably switched front to back at some point. Yeah. It was very creative and acrobatic. It, it is a little tricky if you're trying to keep your, your condom rule yes. going. Oh. So yeah, go through a lot of condoms. That way. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, big condom right there. Yeah. But worth it. But year. worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Worth every dollar. <laughs> How often after that did you guys meet up with her? I don't think we played with her ever again. I don't know that we it did. Texted with her and talked to her some. There may have been a one-off event where that was much more mild, or I mean, yeah, she'll still text us sometimes and stuff like that. It was we, also we one. get these weird booty calls. It was <laughs> we get those from you know everybody. Noted. If, that's just that's normal. That's us. No, I just get them from her. Oh. <laughs> What's another favorite? Not that one. You don't want to tell them that one? Why not? I like the eyes. They just completely said an entire story with their eyes. I, I am. We have no idea what they said. I, I desperately want that one to come up, though. That well, because then we just have to come up with an R favorite. Maybe. Since you- what, the one I told is one of your favorites? It is. That one's up there, too. Yeah, the other one's kind of more on her. But, as you know, there's compersion there. I, I enjoyed it, too. My 
favorite, I guess, then. <laughs> if we're going to call it this. It doesn't have to be if you have a different one favorite. Of your oh, no, favorites. it's, it's one fine. of my favorites for sure. It's up there. It's a gold star. Is um, from before I even met Rob when I was on my Tinder days, just matching with people and slutting you know, it up. Slutting it up. <laughs> <laughs> I matched with this one person that was local and then I went and checked again and it said 3,000 miles away, someone who was in town for work. Oh, well, that's a shame, you know, but whatever, kind of forgot about it. And then months, maybe even a year later, just got a random dick pic on Snapchat from this person and it was so impressive <laughs> that this started us just being nude buddies. <laughs> So she now what's your Snapchat? She 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 loves dick pics. I do. Oh. I'm sorry, ladies. She is the I one apologize. person of women that ruins it you for all the women that don't want it. But I'm trying to teach them how to take them at least. Yeah. Okay. So that you'll get Fair. better ones. No, I don't enjoy the bad ones. But in this guy, she would refer to as sexy Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into sexy Tarzan, let's go ahead and give a dick pic lesson. Okay. Well, first you can. I don't. Okay. Now you're Sorry. Uh, Toilet in the background or not? Yeah, no. for sure. Especially unflushed. It's no. even better. No, stop. Yeah. Well, Say. describe one of the great dick pics that Sexy Tarzan sent you. Well, see, you have to, if you have a really nice dick, it's hard to take a bad <laughs> picture. <laughs> okay. It's about, you got to consider your background. You got to consider your angles here. You know, the same as you would take a selfie. Do you take it from underneath your chin? You know, do we <laughs> consider that? Maybe scale? There's a lot of don'ts that people don't consider I think that you, would get you halfway to a good dick pic. I think you've said no, like disembodied dicks and balls. Yeah, that's not. You kind of like at least a hand in there or something. I do like a hand in there. I will say that. Yeah, a hand in a dick pic is important. You can even go farther away, blurry. It doesn't have to be <laughs> right up close and personal. That might yeah. even be yeah better farther away than closer. Objects in mirror. <laughs> Mary Pierre Larger. Oh, I mean, um, <laughs> I've seen that with vagina pics, like on the club website. Every now and then, I open a pic, and it's like just just a wow. big wet vagina. Oh, vagina. Yeah. And I'm it's like, really in there. I'm like, I like a wet vagina, but this. And you don't mind is, it in your face either. Is, yeah, up close. But, but I'm like, but this is this. Looks this gross. is not. <laughs> That's not a sexy pic right there. <laughs> It also maybe this isn't as easy for guys, but if you have someone to bounce them off. <laughs> Us ladies sometimes have that. Oh, is this a good one? <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that. I don't usually bounce them and off. And see ladies. now for our profile, I'm starting to contribute and take Rob's dick. <laughs> Where I go, wait, give me the phone. That's a good one. Hold still. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to bounce mine off you, G. See which one oh, yeah. you think Please about. send me all the <laughs> Everyone, just send me the dick pics. I'll go ahead and check them. There you go, ladies. Everyone gets unsolicited dick pics. Proof now. Red You're dick welcome. Pics. <laughs> I've solved the problem. All right, sexy Tarzan. Oh, so back to this. <laughs> well, wait, so you become naked buddies. So What's we, naked buddies? So, or is this so we just, just become random Snapchat buddies that okay. every now and then you take a good nude and you go, man, I wish I had someone to send this to. And you shoot it on over. Yeah. More little videos. Volunteer to be added to your list there. Yeah, we're little <laughs> videos. And I've never met this person. We never went out. Never. We, we talked a couple of times. That was it. We've just started exchanging dirty sex. And then... I think it was five years later after we initially matched this past year, then he reached out and said, hey, I'm going to be in town this weekend if you're around. Over the weekend, it transpired to plans actually lining up. 
By that, she means on his way back to the airport so he could fly home. Yes. On he his stopped way. by her house. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so really just fit you in. Really just fit me in as in I was at Rob's house that morning and then said, I got to go. I got to go drive to my house real quick. I don't usually make AM dick appointments, but I'm going to for this. <laughs> And so this was a solo play experience then? Partially. And this was our Okay, I'll first. shut up and let you tell the story. How about that? And this was our first solo play experience? Sort of. It wasn't a solo play experience, but right. I did tell her, I was like, you can do what you want. And I've told her this before. I also say it as like not needing to expect the same amount back. I told her it just doesn't bother me. Like if she went to a party and hooked up with someone else, I'm like, if you're looking for a new boyfriend, then we tell have a problem. Me. Yeah, we got <laughs> right. a Probably no. <laughs> if it's just you got, you know, found some guy and I wasn't around, you thought he's hot and you had sex with him, I don't really care. I would like to know about it in great detail. Yep. <laughs> But I, I'm also like, if you don't want to tell me or you, if you never want to tell me and I find out from someone else, it's not going to be a, I'm breaking up with you sort of thing. I, it, that part doesn't bother me. The opposite rule is not exactly the same, but it doesn't matter. I'm not doing it to get the same terms back. I'm like, this is just a thing that doesn't especially bother me. Now, maybe someday she'll screw some guy and leave me and I'll feel... <laughs> Like I made a horrible mistake, <laughs> but until then, I'm like, it doesn't really bother me. So what I discovered in that moment is you realized, no, I didn't make a horrible mistake and it was best that they <laughs> had that option and got out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if they're willing to do that, it's best that I, I would <laughs> just like saying. to hear sooner or later the details. Cause I'm always interested in what it was that she liked. And mm -hmm. I don't want to hear the details. When we've tossed this back and forth in the past, it's been, well, I wouldn't want to know Be safe. And I mean, tell me, you know, tell me where you are, but I don't need to know all the, the details. And he wants to know every single detail. I'm not doing that because I don't want to tell you. But I'm also not going to be mad if you don't tell me. I'll, I might be like, oh, come on, please tell me the details. <laughs> so, uh, oh, come on, please tell me the details. So I, you know, this turned into, well, all right, kind of a can, can I go do this? But also I'm, I'm going to go do this for <laughs> For this one, I'm going to go make this I mean, come this, to fruition. This is, this is five yes. years in the making. You earned coming. it. I mean, I, I don't know when I'm going to get this chance again. So, But she was also worried about the, you know, don't, you know, sometimes fantasies are better off oh, as yeah, fantasies. Oh, yeah. You don't want to meet your heroes. Yes. So mm -hmm. this has been great so far. I don't want to ruin this. I mean, this has been just a real fun game. And then I drive home faster than he did. <laughs> <laughs> you made it in six minutes. I did. And I, I told him, I said, I'm going to go get a head start. And okay. then why don't you follow me? Because I also don't know this person. Right. <laughs> I've never met this person. Just in case, you know, I have no reason to believe that I'm being taken for a ride, but we'll see. So I get home and, you know, then you start getting the usual. What am I getting myself into? I haven't been on an actual blind date in years. I mean, you know, this is exhilarating and... <laughs> And then Cardi B says, I get this big truck that just pulls right up into my driveway and just parks. And at least the person who looks like the picture gets out. Phew. <laughs> thank goodness. Thank first, goodness. And yeah, first hurdle. Open the door. <laughs> okay, you are who you said you were. I can put my pepper spray away now. Thank goodness. And we, we hug and we laugh and invite him in and... I don't know. Then, you know, awkward pleasantries and transitions. Yes, this is my abode. And would you... <laughs> It's 10 a.m. Would you like a beer? I mean, <laughs> I don't, 
I don't know what to offer you. <laughs> Toast. Coffee. <laughs> Coffee and then it uh, just transitioned into uh, making out in my kitchen. And then me just, you know, asking, oh, okay, well, I actually would like to really suck your cock after all this time. So... <laughs> Pretty quickly making work of taking his pants off. He did not wear underwear, so oh. appreciate that. Remembered my front door was still open, so <laughs> I was like, if you could actually move a little bit so that anyone walking by on this Sunday morning doesn't <laughs> see this half-naked man in my kitchen, that'd be great. As described, <laughs> lovely. So it wasn't an angles thing. All right, it I was, was not. I was an, waiting to hear that. It was not an angles thing. And I'm going to work, and then I get quickly lifted up off my knees and pulled over to the couch so that sexy Tarzan can go to work instead <laughs> on my vagina. <laughs> nice. Which um, I was not anticipating, but resulted in me coming before this one even showed up at my house. <laughs> It's Which is very not, not normal. typical for her to come from a guy going down on her. Oh. Or maybe at all. It's happened a handful of times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is not their fault. I'm a very difficult comer She's not an sometimes. easy comer. It just takes five years of uh, Snapchat pics. Apparently. It's a lot of foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> so then by the time I walked in the open front door, she was riding them on the couch. <laughs> Well, I had to look out the window to see when you were coming because <laughs> I left the front door open for you. <laughs> so he walks in and goes, did you just leave the front door open? for?" You told well, me you were leaving it open. I wasn't that surprised. All right, well, shut it. It's a little odd. <laughs> Come on in. Now, Sexy Tarzan was aware? Yes, was made aware even on his way over. I said, hey, here's what's going down. And I mean, just I really don't care. Oh. Yep. was all on board, said whatever you want. We love a team player. You're riding him on the couch. Indeed. Rob walks in. Uh-huh. I say, oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Something like you got started without me. Yeah. And, and then I checked to make sure the guy was all right with me filming some stuff. Also <laughs> fine with it. <laughs> really? Wow. That's great. Have some, some memories. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-
That. Then she got a little bit of a spit roasting, which she likes. I did. That's that's my real favorite. Okay. It's really just the perfect story here. And, and then... It's the, all of my favorite things. Then the last bit of the video I have is of her sucking his big dick <laughs> until he, like, grabs her arms and comes in her mouth. <laughs> and then she gets off of it, and she's like, she's got this proud smile. That was a big accomplishment. <laughs> Understandable. Big, it's a big accomplishment this year. It's a great day. And then I went to a children's birthday party <laughs> later that day. Love every bit of that. <laughs> but you like this story because then for the next month, month and a half. I got to talk about what a dirty slut you are. That's not. Oh. That's one reason you, you enjoyed this story. Just, nobody could tell me no for the next. Oh, yeah. For the next one or two months. Just. She had a lot of. I had energy. big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it's transferable. Yeah, I borrowed it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's contagious. So it was a favorite for multiple reasons. It That's had awesome. after effects that I was like, this is quite nice. Like, what a confidence boost. Now are you still uh, Snapchat buddies? We're still Snapchat buddies. I okay. said, well, I had to send, oh, here, if you would like a copy of what you participated <laughs> in, by the way, here you go. And did you say he and his girlfriend invited us to their city? <laughs> Yeah. 3,000 miles away. So if you want to buy the tickets, go ahead. <laughs> see, now I'm having a hard time telling if that was your favorite or his favorite. Cause that, cause I can, <laughs> I can totally enough. see where I liked it too. Yeah, I, it, it, It's not, you know, probably in my top four or five favorites, but it's certainly, I also messed up hooking up with a Chippendale at one point. So <laughs> I'm really good at letting just fantasies slip right through my fingers. So this was a real, just I'm doing, I mean, it's laying up for me. 
Like God wants <laughs> me to have this right now. So I have to do this. Amen. Amen. <laughs> For everybody, I have to do this. Let's go over to another one of your favorites then. There, no, there's this, actually there's a couple we hooked up with, but the girl was a lot more outgoing than the guy was. And she had a great ass. We met up with them at a club event and we actually played around with them. I don't know that we did anything with, they might have been parallel play with them and this other recently divorced woman that was there, the ass whore. <laughs> <laughs> She called herself that. I'm not sure if she did. I think that might have been my nickname for her. I don't think you're supposed to say that. (laughs) Well, that's how we describe her. She is the woman that want to be fucked in the ass. So we're at the club with the ass whore and this other couple. And the other couple, the girl comes up and she starts getting stuff started. And again, everything is full. We went to that couple room and they had a bed outside of the little room. So we were in there doing stuff on that bed. And then another time that couple came over to my house. I think I had the sex wing hung up and stuff. We did. And they- We actually made use of it. And the guy was kind of lackluster. He wasn't into it. Yeah, the girl was hot. She had such great ass. (laughs) And they were doing this long, double-headed dildo thing back and forth. That was a good one. And she's a manager of a local restaurant. So one time I was in that restaurant with my kids. She comes up to the table. She's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey. (laughs) We're always here, right? (laughs) It it was one I went to pretty regularly. But that was a good event because we actually figured out, you know, at Sex Swing, they're not that fun for two people. You really need at least three or more because we found out it's great if you have somebody underneath the sex swing (laughs) while someone is in it. Okay. Just gives you more options. But that I could see. It seems to work better. They're mm-hmm. fun, but it seems to be more of a novelty toy that yeah. people, uh, we get a lot of messages about the picture that we have of it. Yeah. How like, much we use well, it. Can we use your sex swing? <laughs> <laughs> now that you mentioned it, we have a sex swing that we had hanging in our sex room at the old house. And then I have had no real desire to rehang it in the new house because. How it, often did you use yeah, it? it? Yeah. Now the idea of multiple people. Yeah. And it's yeah. not easy. Like I have mine mounted pretty sturdily in my bedroom and it's up. I have it anchored in, in the rafters, so it's not really going anywhere. And then I have just a hook that's hidden by a smoke detector. Okay. Nice. Cause I can't just leave a sex swing no? in a house with three kids. <laughs> It'd be like, wee. Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> See, I had the eye bolt in the ceiling above the bed, mm-hmm. and no one ever questioned it until my uncle came in one day and goes, huh, nice hook. Let me guess, plant? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, the green thumb I have. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How about any major lessons learned? Another one of our rules that we say a lot is swingers are flaky. So we did kind of stop really depending on things hinging on a couple we haven't met before. Because for whatever reasons they have going on, maybe one of the couple's not really into it or whatever it is. You know, we're kind of like, we're not driving 45 minutes to go hook up with a couple we've never met before. Yeah, we pretty quickly... You know, if we meet new people outside the club, it turned into, well, here's the place, you know, here's a place we're going to go that we're probably going to go anyway. So if you'd like to meet us there, that's where we'll be. So we kind of like temper our expectations around that stuff and don't try to get too hung up on that. And that is a good idea. But they are. I mean, swingers do tend to be flaky. Yes. You guys 
like the new people. We kind of shy away from, we don't shy away from talking to new people right. at all. We were We've saying, had people, oh, do you want to meet up outside the club? And we're like, you haven't done anything before? You're a soft swap couple? We're like, no. If we meet you in the club, sure. Right. We'll do soft swap stuff in the club, but we're not planning an evening for that. Around that. For us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine that that's what other people want to do. But we're like, all right, well, if it's a couple we want to meet. And if we meet a couple, unless something goes really wrong, we're I mean, in. we know we're down to fuck when we show up. So it's kind of just up to the other. We're not that hung up on it. I mean, if they look more or less like the pictures and they're not total assholes, we'll at least do it once. <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking about new people the other day, I think my hesitancy is that they usually come in and they're not sure what they're there for yet right you come find me when you know what you want mm-hmm. we yeah we also are everyone, no drama mm-hmm. like if we yes. if we get the any tinge of drama we're like run away right i mean we don't want anything to do with it we were at a party once and it was a, a house party that we didn't is a couple we really like uh we went to their party and we just didn't click with any of the other couples and you know the host is knows everyone mm-hmm. right. and they're really busy and there's one couple where like oh they're kind of hot and we're talking to them and the woman's like mm, well yeah we just i do this for him and we're like, I'm oh, red flag, we're yeah. out yeah so, and that one we became very wary of going to house parties where we don't we know, any, know no, anyway. lots of people yeah but then we got invited to our friend's house party and they mentioned a couple they invited over that they hadn't met. Well, that was us. And I was kind of wary because I was like, mm, I don't know about going. And I, like, I haven't even met the host yet. Mm-hmm. But they did send us like the, the people's list. usernames. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, well, we'll give this a try. We did not realize until your show that it was their first house party, but it was a- We were fooled. It was an awesome house party. And they we did a, a great there. job. Never yeah. would have guessed. Yeah. Yeah. And then we like missed the second one because of a COVID scare, which we didn't have. But we're like, I'm not going to a sex party and getting everyone sick with COVID. Right. And be that person. But then after that, I was like, well, we need to do something with them so they keep inviting us to the party. (laughs) So they're the best parties. We don't want to get on the outs. Yeah. Yeah. So no, we've been friends with them for a while now. So what's left on your lifestyle bucket list? I guess a destination somewhere. We haven't been to any other clubs. That's other, true. other than our, our home club. That's true. I so, wouldn't mind going to Toronto. I hear there's some good clubs up there. I desperately want to go to the Oasis Aqua Lounge. Yeah, sounds yep, cool, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. good yeah, we really, really want to get there. So definitely some more travel. I mean, I'm sure we've got... And at our last friction party, we hooked up with a Canadian couple. Oh, yeah. I learned a new sex yeah, position really that I dubbed the, the maple leaf. I still don't quite get it. I'm not sure I get it either because I was on my stomach and just my legs were somehow pushed up by this gentleman's knees <laughs> while he was inside me. And I said, I don't, this is great. I came again, as we know. Not typical. So I said, we're going to call this the maple leaf. <laughs> So here's another position. I'm really not quite sure what I was thinking, how often are we going to hear new positions that we don't know? But I would like them to teach us the maple leaf because I'm still trying to figure that out. And it sounds like Ryan isn't sure how to explain it, but understands how it worked. I imagine she she could do visuals and show us exactly. Maybe position you in the right spot. I don't know. Whatever it takes. We need to learn the maple leaf. So let's jump right into this episode. Picking up a vanilla single girl, much less a bartender. Wow. 
Do you think her being a bartender made it actually easier? Just like Rob said, they get hit on all the time. And that's why I think it's harder because, okay, yeah, Jesus, everybody's Well, I know, me. but if you're a couple and you're like showing it's something different, it's not just a single guy saying you're hot and I want to take you home. This is like a whole new angle. Ooh, I get a girl and a guy. Yeah. I'm gonna go and I'm going to say based on who she sent that booty call text to, she's it into was, the women. So It was less about Rob and more about Ryan. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I'm intrigued by the whole picking up a single girl in the wild. I mean, we don't spend enough time or for that matter, any time at vanilla bars to pull that off. I mean, we're going back to Dominic and Ariel days, yeah. how they used to get into this. It's not our forte. It is definitely not. No. I have a hard enough time flirting with people within the lifestyle, let alone trying to flirt with vanilla people outside. I think you would be far better off at picking up a single guy in a bar. Like on my own own, not with you around. You think it would be harder with me around for you to... Well, yeah, because I can't, I don't know, I can't just plain old flirt with you sitting right next to me. Why not? I don't know. Mental block. Who Mm. knows? Interesting. I will admit that when we've been out of town with hotel bars and all that, I've always had the, hey, let's go down to the bar and see what we can stir up. And then we'll walk past the bar and it'll be completely empty. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to bring it up. Oh, like that's in the back of your mind? Oh, every time. Every time we walk past a hotel bar, I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's anybody in there. Like hoping, ooh, weary business traveler. Let's see what we can do here. <laughs> of course, we travel mostly on the weekend, so there's never a business traveler waiting but so yeah, that's been on my mind at times at bars as we travel. Again, I don't, I don't see it happening. It's difficult for me to overcome the anxiety and nerves that are required for me to interact with people in the lifestyle. And then you take me and you put me in a vanilla place where now I either have to explain our situation or somehow convince them that it's okay given the ring on my finger. See the or... way I see this working out is you and I are sitting at a bar having drinks and you're two or three drinks in there's a person next to us that i don't know if we've talked to or has noticed you and i go i'm just gonna get up and go to the bathroom i'll be right back and then oh and one of the two of you strikes up a conversation no i don't think that would happen (laughs) maybe one day how about you up texts i used to love getting those texts and not in the booty call sense just the you up want to talk kind of thing of course they you know were really meant to be a booty call Sometimes I was just too naive to understand that. But <laughs> but they always ended in booty call or was it No, just, they didn't. It uh, was, you know, I'm sure somebody was, well, it wasn't me. I'm sure the other person was disappointed every time. <laughs> like, oh, she thinks I just want to talk. <laughs> Whoops. I think our friends need to start sending us these you up texts. Problem is we're going to be like, nope, we're sleeping. <laughs> well, I am. She's out cold. Sorry. We'll get them. We just won't respond to them because we'll be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, I am now. <laughs> what did you need? Sorry. We're sounding like rock stars on this episode. That's oh. a young thing, right? The you up text, that's, I feel like that's a young people thing. A, that happened a, a we're lot. not that fucking old. Relax. <laughs> no, I'm talking about a lot through my 20s, like single young people thing. Mm-hmm. That's like something you have your black book and you're bored. So you start finding numbers. Hey, you up? Oh, hey. I remember my black book. You up? Oh. I had that book all the way through my first relationship in Swagging, where we kept, it started with me in high school, where I would put down people's numbers, Mm -hmm. and I had a chart in the back where I would mark down what they're into and how good they were at certain things. 
Wow. I kept that book through college and she was always entertained by it. And when we started in the lifestyle, we continued with the same book nice. and added people into that. Where is that book now? I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like that's something just to find to have and keep. I mean, the amount of shit that I do keep, it wouldn't surprise me if it's in one of my boxes somewhere. That would be a fun one to find one day. But now we keep everything in the app. So it, while it doesn't have ratings, I, mean, I think it, I think you can. I just never did just because they're all fantastic in my book. So mm-hmm. it's like, why are they all five stars? Oh, I had fun. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of things that are fantastic, as she mentioned, the crop top hoodie with no bra. All I could picture was just the arms going up occasionally and the bottom boob and just the little, little hint of a nipple there. And you need more crop top hoodies. The struggle I have with a crop top hoodie is the reason I wear a hoodie is because I'm cold. A crop top hoodie does not keep me warm. It's just more for the sexy. I'm just. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that's why I don't own them and they're not practical. (laughs) However, practical would be pussy stacking. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? Do you think she really did have experience prior to this meeting and she was on top of it or she had just seen or heard of pussy stacking. I mean, it's not like it's completely foreign. My honest opinion is that she had seen porn, had thought about this threesome idea and said, Ooh, this is something I want to try. So I'm going to say, no, she did not have that experience, Interesting. but nor have I. And I would love to have said experience. <laughs> I think that could be a lot of fun. And I was trying to picture, I mean, this goes back to the practicing with Nick and Elizabeth, where we were trying to figure out how to get the right angle where you would be laying on top of me getting fucked from behind. Yes. The right way for the two of you to stack, to allow for penetration to each of you, where your legs go, who's on top, up, under. It's fun trying to figure it out. It's, I'd sign me up for the tryout portion. Yeah. You know? I'm down. Ryan has her how-to list on how to make a worthy dick pic. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think I'm going to ask her to start taking some dick pics for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a new photography it's hobby. Like, hang on, let, let me get it ready. You, you tell me when it's ready for a picture and you take it for me. Huh? But I will say I loved so many of her pointers. A hand in the picture definitely makes it less, this is just my unit and it's attached to nothing other than just my hips, whatever's in the background. I don't know if there truly is a supreme angle for a really good dick pic. I think it just really depends on each dick and what you're working with. I will say there are good and bad angles for dick pics. That's for damn sure. However, her making all these comments did make me start going through my mental roller of my dick pics going, do I have any that are really good quality? And again, got me back to, I think she needs to start taking my dick pics. But that brings me to this super close up pussy picture. You like that? Sometimes, yes. Now, my favorite close up pussy pics are post interaction. Oh, so like so well used. You can tell it's been used, come leaking out, fantastic. You get Swollen a good gif clip. of, yeah, yeah, I mean, whoo. Like all that, huh? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. That brings me to Snapchat buddies. I love my Snapchat buddies. I know you do. And I am happy to be on your Snapchat list. I will tell you that much. I know back before we got together, you had a decent list of people you were sending Snapchat pics to. And I know that that group has changed, but are there any of those old Snapchat friends that you're still like, hmm, that would have been fun. Right about now, it's probably been about a five-year wait. So, (laughs) I see what you're getting at. Wow. There's one. That's still on the list? Yes, it's the only one. Well, it's probably been about four or five years since that one. We would have to do some traveling. Which we're not above doing, I'd say. 
do you think you're in a spot now where you would be open to doing that again? Yes, but I can't speak for the other half. Understandable. But while it does take two, it takes at least one to start the ball rolling. Now, while that wasn't the direction I was going with this, that kind of brings up the question of, is that a we're both there or is that a you're off on your own? It would have to be a discussion amongst me and the other person to see if that's even something he's comfortable with having. I mean, there's no doubt based on the stories and videos I've seen that I would love to be in the room where it happens. It would be great to be part of that. And like you said, he's not local, but this brings us to where Rob and Ryan's, I don't want to call them unbalanced rules, but rules that are different for each of them, where Rob is perfectly all right with Ryan taking advantage of any situation that she may fall into where she's like, ooh, this is hot. I'd love to have sex with this person. Go make it happen. And then he wants all of the details. Versus if he's in a situation, she wants him to let her know who it is, what's going on, and get the green light before doing that. But none of the details. And then what's not, yes. Where do we stand on that? I'm of the thought that if something were to fall into your lap, if you were alone without me, that if you were to give me the heads up that, hey, this is happening... I feel that probably 99% of the time I would say, yeah, go ahead, do it. Absolutely. Have fun and tell me all about it. I guess it also depends on the who, the what, Mm -hmm. as far as how many of the details I would really want to hear. I don't see a situation in where either of us are really saying no, unless it's specifically like a specific person or personality or something that is like a no-go for Mm -hmm. both of us. I agree. Do you feel that our rules would be equal terms that you would expect the same from me? Or do you think that you're more like Rob in the sense of, sure, just go ahead, do it and tell me about it afterwards. I don't. I'm very torn there because while I would love the heads up, I know I'd spend the whole time going, why didn't you done yet? Tell me, I'm ready for this. Where's the details? I need this. And like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. But if I didn't know what's happening at the time, I'm none the wiser until it happens. And you go, hey, just letting you know. And I almost think that might be hotter. So are you saying you could go either way? I am saying I am open with both. And I don't know which I would prefer because now all I'm thinking is going back to that up close pussy picture. You send me one of those like, hey, look what just happened. And I go, holy shit, wait a minute. What's going like, wait, on? Is that yours? I, I, I'm I'm pretty confident I know yours. <laughs> just, I mean, some some shit would have to go down for me not to recognize yours. But whose pussy is that? The excitement of knowing you're doing something and waiting for you to tell me what's happening would be incredible and would last clearly through that moment. But I'm wondering how long the train of thought in my head of, hey, here's what just happened, would be able to play out. Yeah, I could go both ways. And I'm intrigued as to which one would be better in my world. You don't think that at some point you'll be beyond the, yeah, that was really hot. And now you're thinking, wait, why didn't she tell me it was going down? Fair question. Because I feel like that would be my next natural reaction in any situation where things are real hot and steamy for the other person and you're not there. I think the natural progression of questions you ask in your head, you know, go from, oh, that's really hot to wait a minute or pump the brakes. Well, given where our lives are currently and the things that we do. Mm hmm. I don't see either of us being in a situation where things slowly build and there's time for us to send that text. 
Right. I think it's going to be a, wait, is this happening? Oh shit, this is happening. And do I stop and send a text now and wait for a response or does this just happen? And that stop to send a text could make one of us or the people we're with go, eh, hang on, wait, this might not be the best idea. Never mind. Right. Well, I think what you just said is really the key point here in that we're at a point in our lifestyle journey that the trust has already been built. The trust is already there. And for me to hear from you after the fact, as long as you have a legitimate reason, like you just said, you know, oh, if I stop to send a text in the middle of this, this may send the wrong message to the person I'm with and therefore stop this whole situation altogether. And while I'm not sure if Boy, that's a situation to you, you say should it, be in, Yeah, listening but, to you say it made me go, eh, yeah. if she starts second guessing after, wait, you're texting your wife? You're telling your uh, wife. Yeah, I am. And you should be all right with that. But ultimately, if it was something you felt you just wanted to dive into because you didn't want to kill the mood or slow down for any reason, then I can understand you coming to me after the fact and saying, hey, this just happened. Now, I'm not saying that I won't go through the questions in my head of, well, why didn't you just reach out beforehand real quick or go to the bathroom and send me a text if you thought that she was going to be questioning that? But now in my world, I have, you know, me and my repair guy, delivery guy, someone's at the house guy fantasy of you going, "Mm, that guy's hot. I don't know if the, hey, repair guy's here. He's really fucking hot. And then dot, dot, dot. And then I don't hear from you for an hour. That might be kind of fun. You get your hopes way too high for these things. (laughs) And and every time somebody comes to the house, I'm like, oh, no. We recently had one that definitely would have fell on your list. And this brings us to where he brought up the, hopefully this isn't a horrible decision. One day you don't decide, okay, I'm out. And I said, eh, been there. And I've been through the leave that door open. And if one day I'm out because you just hooked up with some random single guy leads to the end of a relationship, then that relationship wasn't that solid to begin with, as I have learned in the past. So you say keep it open even despite the fear. And you say fear, but I just see it as more of answering a question that wasn't asked, but is good to have the real answer to. I don't know if a lot of people would feel the same. And I know, and that's disappointing because in all honesty, if you're just staying with someone until the next best thing comes around. But would they have access to the next best thing if that door wasn't open? Well, yeah, because they would keep the door open themselves anyway and just do it secretly. Are you saying because the door is open, it's easier for that to happen? Correct. That's where I try not to slam the last person I was with who probably would have had the door open anyway and didn't care. Both of them. But in that case, let's let's take the last ex, for instance. In that case, you felt she would have been cheating on you behind your back, even if you never opened up the relationship. That's a good question. And I don't know if that door hadn't been opened, if that's the path she would have gone down immediately. Just knowing how people are in general, though. I mean, that's technically how she and I got together. She cheated on her husband. And literally, I was the first person she had sex with in 10 years and jumped ship immediately. So while I definitely made it easier. So let's just take this for an example. One of the guys she frequented sexual escapades with was from her gym, correct? Or from her gym group or Mm -hmm. something like that. Yep. Who was very much not all right with the idea of the lifestyle, but was perfectly fine with having sex with somebody else's partner. But she started that relationship with that man because you were okay with the idea of her 
sleeping with somebody else when you weren't around. Yes, but at the same time, that guy is also very well known in their gym group for having interactions with several different people. So do you think that she would have still had sex with him if your relationship was completely monogamous at the time? Do you think she would have gone and slept with him under the radar and cheated on you? Yes. With that guy? Yes. Okay. But I don't think she would have left for that guy. No, but what I'm getting at is, is it you opening the door and saying it's okay, opening her eyes to the possibility of other people versus are her eyes already there and she's going to do it whether you say yes or no? I think that me opening the door opens the opportunity to more people. Right. And a better chance of failure. Right. But at the same time, if there's even a chance of failure, is being in that relationship the right choice? Right. Which I agree. I mean, obviously, the trust has to be there enough that it works. You're trusting that the woman you're with is not going to leave you for the next single guy who confesses their undying love for them. Right. And vice versa, the woman you're with has to trust that if she lets you play alone, that you're coming back to her just the same. And that all comes down to what you're in this for. Right. Now, for us, these one-off little fuck sessions aren't really it. We're more in this for the friendships and all of that. While I think the one-off little fuck sessions for you would be fantastically hot to hear about, it's not really what we do 99% of the time. Correct. However, as with any journey that you go through, there are constant ebbs and flows and, you know, reasons to change and reasons to try new things. And I think we are at somewhat of a precipice there with our relationship in that we very much enjoy what we've done to get us here. And I think we will continue doing that, meaning we very much enjoy being a same room couple, full swap, and enjoying the compersion that we get seeing each other enjoy somebody else. And we also, you know, enjoy that ourselves. But this being a journey means that at some point, we're going to want to change that up. At some point, we're going to want to try something new and push some boundaries and see what happens. And I know behind the doors or mics off, we talk about the possibility of playing separately, the possibility of what that would look like for each of us and how we would react to that and how we might make that happen. Not that we're rushing out to do it. And I know we both have come from places in previous relationships where separate play was things that didn't end well. And we want to be very, very careful tapping into that Mm -hmm. and figuring out exactly our boundaries, our rules, everything that evolves around that and moving forward the way that would best fit our relationship. But I'm not being naive in the idea that things will change. Things will evolve over time with us and we'll see something different happen. And I'm sure that we'll very much enjoy it and we'll very much, you know, figure out our way. We are building off of a very strong base at this point. I would agree completely. So it makes us a very different couple than what we came from. And I will say that that last relationship that we were talking about, there was no strong base there. Right. It it started with single guy play and quickly involved into her going, I'm doing this on my own. And just it was a bumpy road to begin. So there was no real surprise that it didn't go the full direction. But with all that said, when she gets the message from sexy Tarzan, she says, I'm going to do this. Is it okay? I mean, I'm going to do this anyway, but hopefully it's okay. 
Can you see yourself in any scenario where you're like, mm, I'm off to do this and hope you're all right? I can't think of one right now, but I definitely know that if that situation arose between us, I know you would be down for it. I, mm-hmm. I think you would see my excitement about something like that and you'd be like, yes, go. What can I do to get you there faster? How yes. can I help you? Can you, I call a ride right, for you? Would you, you like me to put on a chauffeur hat? I will get you there. Right. <laughs> you would be figuring it out with me. It would not be something that you would be digging your heels in and, and stopping me. I agree completely. I would have no hesitation to fulfill a fantasy like that if that were the case, because I think you would just be on board. I wouldn't even have to ask. Right. You just said it, fulfilling fantasies. And she was a little worried, Mm. bringing fantasies out of the fantasy world. I'd like to put this one in the checkbox for successful fantasy fulfilled. Correct. Yes, she did. She did a good job. How about morning dick appointments? I mean, personally, not for me. I'm barely awake. You are you are definitely an afternoon dick appointment type. <laughs> yes. I however I think I think I'm I've a morning actually, person. I think I've actually said to you, it's still morning. Yes. It's not yes, even you afternoon have. yet. And then you'll say, like literally twelve oh one, it's afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I am a morning person. Yes. So I would like to sign up for any potential morning dick appointments. If anybody needs any, I'm a morning guy there for you. So got it covered. <laughs> I also want to kind of call back to our earlier discussion because listening to him talking to her on that video, making comments of, is this what you pictured seeing his pictures and things like that? I could totally see me making comments to you while you're fucking your Snapchat buddy who you haven't had sex with in five plus years, knowing the things that you like and picturing the things that I've pictured you guys do and making comments to you in that, whether it be whispering in your ear or like he was just calling them out. And I think you would enjoy that very much. To an extent, if you were giving away a little bit too much to the third party, I might be a little uncomfortable. Fair. But if it was like a whisper in my ear kind of thing, I'd be good with that. Because in the videos I've seen, you make some faces kind of like she was making some faces there. And we did get to sit here after recording these and he popped that video on our screen and we watched that video. And she turned to the camera and gave him those looks that you turn and give me that, oh, yeah, there are some things that I would definitely love to say to you in that moment. And having seen videos of you in that moment to be there, seeing it happen would be. mm. Okay, so name some things you would say. I would definitely let you know of the things that I've pictured you doing and how much I enjoy seeing the faces and hearing the sounds that you're making and tell you to open up and make more of those sounds and to be that slut that you know you can be for this guy and show me all those things that you used to do. And I think that would be really, really fucking hot. Right now, I'm currently picturing the sound you make as he first slides in you again, too, which. Mm. You're way too happy over that. I really am. Let's. um give you a second to cool off here and we'll switch over to Rob talks about the ass whore. And I just want to say, I know it's a little cringy sounding when you say it, but don't we all give some of our partners some sort of nickname at some point in time? And while it may not sound most appropriate, it does work for getting the point across to who we are talking about specifically without having to say a name or anything like that. I want to know what you think somebody might nickname you. Because we hear all the nicknames that people give you, be it the curly hair girl or that girl with the ass or, I mean, we, we've heard a lot for you. 
I'm trying to remember if I've heard any for me. I can't think of any that we've heard, but I'm talking about like maybe if we had a tryst with a one-off couple that didn't really know a whole lot about us, that just literally nicknamed you because they couldn't remember oh, it, your actual It totally would have been the guy who watched us for a while before jumping in <laughs> is where that would go nine times out of 10 uh, in the room. You know what I know? It would be the guy with the socks on. Oh, it would be. You're right. <laughs> it would be the guy wearing the socks. Yep. That, that would be your name. Fair enough. Sax guy. <laughs> swing play. Sex swing. Yes. Yes. Because we all swing play. We've only had that one experience with RJ and Ashley. Yeah. That first time that we played with them. I've never actually sat in a sex swing myself. I have been thinking about bringing ours here and finding a way to mount it on the ceiling here. Okay. Because I have no personal knowledge of a sex swing. I don't know if I think that's a great idea or a terrible idea. I mean, the best I can describe it for you would be the whole zero gravity sex where you could be flung all around, spun up and down, however you see fit. And I also, thinking back to the RJ and Ashley time where the three of us were focusing on Ashley, that it really does add that element when there are more hands, more people, more touching all over, kind of like the spider chair and Liz. Right. Where two people doing something, eh, it's a nice, fun one-off, but when you bring more people in to continue the touching... But is it a one and done novelty type thing? Is it a, I'll get in the sex swing because I've never done it before. You do it and, oh, it's a great time, but I'm just as happy fucking on a bed or on a chair. It's a whole lot easier just to move right into that than hang on, let me hang up the swing. Hang on, let me move this around. Oh, is this the right height? No, add a couple more links to the chain. (laughs) So yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. And question how much it would be used, similar to how often we use the Sibian and the uh, Motor Bunny. Mm-hmm. When we first got them, whew, all the time, everybody wanted to try it. But now it's like, all right, hang on, let me let pull me it out of the out. closet. and Make sure everything's clean. <laughs> so yeah, good question. But it'd be fun to have the option. It's always fun to have the option. Flaky swingers. People say flaky, but we always tell people family comes first, health comes first, kids come first, you name it. We'd prefer you not cancel plans on us, but if something comes up, we're not going to hold it against you. Now, third time in a row, something comes up, we start to question it a little. This shouldn't be first and foremost on people's mind where, ooh, I have an emergency at home, Eh, but I have a date. Sorry. Well, I think that it boils down to the experience of the couple that you are speaking to on the other end. Mm-hmm. Is this a newer couple? Are they just getting their feet wet? Are they nervous? Are they contending with, do we even do this? You know, how do we do this? If they are going through all of the first time emotions that people go through when they're first getting into the lifestyle, there's a good chance they're going to cancel on you. Yep. It just is what it is. And that's where you see a lot of the flaky swinger. It's typically those who aren't necessarily 100% ready to get into the lifestyle or they're just getting off their feet. I think a lot of swingers are also next best thing where they'll say yes to something. And if another offer pops up, oh, hang on. Sorry, I can't make that. I got to go to this. Well, without saying I got to go to this, it's just sorry, I can't make that. And then they go to this. And that's a possibility as well. If you know you have a free weekend and this, you know, one opportunity comes up and then another opportunity comes up, you're going to weigh your options and especially with a limited number of free weekends. Yeah. Choose the one that you prefer to do over the one that you're hesitant about or existing relationship versus a new relationship. You know, you know that the existing relationship, you know, those people will show. So choose that over the people you haven't met yet. Mm -hmm. 
maybe more of a guaranteed good time kind of thing. You know, and then the more experience the swingers have in the lifestyle, the more times they've had dates with other people, the more likely they are to show up. I think the more likely they are to respect your time because they've been through it, right? They've been on a date where somebody ghosted them. They've been on dates where people haven't respected their time and talked to them all night long and didn't play or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They've, they've kind of been through the gamut. They have a good idea of how to go about it. Right. Then they bring up house parties and specifically John and Viv's house party where we finally got to meet them. Probably my top house party we've ever been to. I will say that it took us a year to get back to it. But instead of getting into the details now, I know where our stories lie. And next week we'll be telling all about this John and Viv house party. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes, we will. Oh, how fun. So that kind of lines up perfectly. Lines up well. Yeah. Fun time. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.